Hello and welcome to Perspective. This is a show by founders of small indie creative agencies, giving our perspective on starting and running our own companies. The aim is to provide some useful advice and inspiration to others, as well as learn from each other and others we may get to come talk on the show. This is our sixth episode. My name is John Dark. I'm a director of Every Interaction and with me I have Dan Gent from Lighthouse London. How are you doing, Dan? Not bad, John. How's things? All right. Jolly good. Jolly good. Excellent. And today we thought we might talk about websites, specifically our own websites, not doing Ooh. them for clients, but doing them for ourselves, the worst clients of all. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I hate myself. <laughs> kind of topical because you guys launched your website, was it just at the end of last year? Yeah, we managed to get it out the door at the end of last year, completely. Nice. And uh, I think it looks great. Oh, thank you. And uh, yeah, we are in the process of doing ours at the moment or at least beginning to rethink it and starting to come across all the uh yeah exactly (laughs) all of the horrible things that follow don't think yeah you've made a massive mistake there by by thinking so uh i'm hoping i can learn a lot from you here dan all right (laughs) you've just you've just gone through this this procedure and uh you're going to embellish us with your wisdom yeah i'll I'll, yeah i'll try (laughs) cool so i mean we're both digital agencies and um i guess you know websites completely in our wheelhouse Mm -hmm. as an agency who offer sort of web stuff and does web work for other people there's a kind of pressure on self-imposed pressure on ourselves to feel like we need or have a really good website yeah it's it's in the back of your head it's like the one time that the client's not going to mess it up right yeah exactly (laughs) But at the same time, it's this age-old problem of being, you know, it's the shoemaker's shoes. It's mm. when do you have time when you're so busy working on other people's projects? When do you have time to look at things that are your own that aren't directly bringing in any any money? No one's paying you to do the project that is your own website. Yeah, basically, you get to the point where you can't stand what you're looking at or it's so woefully out of date, which was what it was in our case. We got to the point where... I don't know if you remember our old site, but basically it was me and Tom gurning out at you from the front. And um, and obviously that you know, served us well when it was me and Tom, but we employed two other people. And for the first guy, poor bloke, it was about 18 months until the website stopped just looking like me and Tom. <laughs> <laughs> but the, our, our problem was there that actually that one had been really successful. You know, we'd, mm. we'd actually nailed exactly what we wanted and people loved it you know it did exactly what we set out to do in that we we looked around at the time and saw a lot of web agency websites and i think the expression we used was everyone's hiding behind their design mm. and so we stuck ourselves on the front page and like made the story about us and the fact that tom was a designer i was a coder it's a nice narrative to give people when they come in and we can play off it you know we played off it on the site you know me taking the uh, the Mickey out of designers, him calling me a Poindexter or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. he, didn't, he didn't call me a Poindexter. Is is how rude is Poindexter? It's it's really American. It's not really rude, is it? I don't. Isn't it a cartoon character? Sure. I, don't I don't know. It's basically. I I believe it to mean nerd. If it means anything else, then I disown the statement. <laughs> yeah, I I remember Homer calling. Uh, Bart's friend Millhouse that in Simpsons, so it can't be that bad. No, Simpsons level, that's fine. Yeah, I'm, that's, I'm, that's not I'm, offensive in any way. That's exactly. I'm I'm regularly more offensive than the Simpsons. <laughs> yeah, so it really 
it was really good and i think people bought into us because of it yeah and so it was your origin story it was and i think coming to do our new one which we took us about six months we were just really wanted to keep that Mm. and that that was where the pressure was really rather than rather than the new site having to be amazing which i kind of just backed it to be because i thought the guys do great design and i just thought you know it's going to look great but i just did not want to lose that and become i think one of the first things we shared around was this um it was either it was maybe a, a gif or or just a you know sort of meme kind of thing mm-hmm. which had every like lots of web examples of web agency site and they're all just like dark hero image like one line tagline about you know how creative they are or something and it's all at the same and i think someone just posted that up in our slack and was like not this <laughs> you know what i mean and <laughs> and then it was just about like how different can we be and I think I was always pushing for it to be like out there. I came up with some absolutely ridiculous ideas for it um, and just had people like reeling it back in. Then I was too scared it was too safe. As you say, you know, you really kind of don't understand the pain a client goes through until you try and be the client. Mm-hmm. You know, having to make decisions about your business, which you know very well, despite the fact, as you say, the theory goes, oh, we're in web, you know, never your website's a fluid thing keep tweaking it keep tweaking it well we didn't tweak the last one for three years so you are laying down something that in all likelihood with how busy you are isn't going to change that often Mm -hmm. and you kind of know that however much you state that we can just change it we'll change it yeah it can kind of be difficult to to swallow your own medicine right Mm. it's uh, i think the biggest reason that we are currently wanting to replace our own website are pretty similar to yours you know we as a company we evolved from what we were when we created that website at the time it doesn't really represent our um offering very accurately any longer and um yeah the case studies we put on there at the beginning they were they were too focused on the final visual output of, of what it what we did rather than talking about you know the process challenges the story and it yeah it, it just doesn't tell just doesn't portray what we do how we do it and it needs to change and we're also tired of looking at it because it's been around now for i don't know four years <laughs> i like it <laughs> what the current website yeah, yeah. you like the, the spirograph oh uh, yeah i like i like the case studies i do oh yeah. really yeah but there's only what's really annoying about it is that they're too visual and there's yeah, like okay. a single paragraph at the top to say something and a couple of stats at the bottom and just a load of images in a template that's actually really difficult for us to put together right it's it's okay but it doesn't doesn't give us doesn't give us a medium in which to tell the story of a project no it it just doesn't do it for us any longer when you've been looking at something that's supposed to represent you and your business that's changed a lot over the past four years you just you do get tired of it yeah no agreed you get you get tired of it I mean, I think it is a symptom of not paying attention to it, though, which is which is because of how busy you get. Mm. I, you know, I, I mean, I know I was joking about just then, but I am determined to keep this one moving with the business. Yeah, like I don't, I don't want to do another six monther. You know, it's just it was such a just all that content that you could be doing bit by bit is um the and the content's the key thing you know and that's again that's the bit we always say to clients well of course you'll be supplying the content 
Um, <laughs> and then we're like, because uh, they're always late with it and it delays the launch. And it's like, yeah, we know why they're late with it now. It's because it's like virtually impossible to describe. You can't just sit down and describe your business in 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 writing and not then go into a downward spiral of just like <laughs> just kind of <laughs> tweaking and going, oh god, it's not good enough. Oh no, this sounds rubbish. That's cheesy. You know, that's too boring. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, what process did you guys go through? Did you did you content first, or did you you do something? Did you get concepts down first? Well, yeah. No, <laughs> no, we didn't. We, Good answer. We, uh, <laughs> because no, but the problem there is that yeah, of course you kick off with a kind of like let's get the goals down, and now we're gonna you know set a content strategy against those goals, and now we're gonna do the you know the the wireframe and the site map, and but during that you hit so many roadblocks of oh my god, how many case studies we're we gonna have? Well. We should have every bit of work we've ever done. No, we shouldn't. We should have three bits of work, one representing each type of project. You know, and you get into these kind of like back and forths, and then halfway through it, someone's just like, "Oh God, I need to break the tension. I'm going to do some design." <laughs> you know what I mean? And so you get like basically, yeah, like the that bit at least. Everyone was like, "Oh, that looks nice." You know, what I mean, there's no one's arguing about what who we are or where we're going as a business instead we're just going oh yeah i, I really like that you know is that going to animate oh that's lovely um and so i think that's the that's the that's the killer is when you're asking someone to redesign a site and we see this in every single project and you must as well that the process of redesigning your website basically just unlocks an entire thing of do you know what your business is trying to do mm. do you know who your customers are and these, if they're not things that people were expecting to answer as part of the project, they're sudden, suddenly hits them that like not a lot of businesses do have a very clear view of that. Most of them are too busy trying to make money. And I think we got hit with that when we weren't expecting it and suddenly were like writing stuff that we've suddenly had this importance of, oh my God, this is who we are. Um, we can't just rush this. And yeah, and so... It, it flitted around all over the place it was like some design some writing blog posts writing case studies constantly coming back to the home page with me suggesting more and more bizarre concepts <laughs> <laughs> at one point i had um and i still want to do this it's good um the concept of the home page being like a a sort of uh, uh instant messenger chat between the four of us uh, like somehow uh-huh. What live? Oh, or I don't know. No, no, but the end of it maybe could be the client then got to write. They were like in the chat room with us. <laughs> this sounds like some some sort of weird nineties concept. <laughs> but you could, I was I was on that one for so long until eventually everyone just was like, just write a normal homepage. <laughs> I was like, oh no, <laughs> I've done so much. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, we've we've been procrastinating for a while, and we're trying to start with content. Yep. Because the main problem with what we have is it doesn't say very accurately what we do any longer. Mm-hmm. It yeah, we've got stuck in that uh, Morpheus loop mm. of uh, of just endless procrastination, trying to figure out exactly how you talk about yourself, and 
Man, I should you know we've been writing stuff for six months, and <laughs> <laughs> we have got we've got the gigabytes of stuff in Evernote that's just piling up, and it's just getting out of control and um, going around in circles. So, I think we've decided that we're gonna we're gonna get some professional help. That's good. We're gonna get we're gonna get a copywriter involved and uh, basically pick the best of what we've written as a sort of brief and go this is vaguely the sort of stuff that we think we want to be saying in some way or another but it needs to be focused <laughs> yeah, not <laughs> <And> this <laughs> yeah not this and uh here's here's some ammunition more ammunition than you're ever going to need uh can you can you turn this into something cohesive that that we can all agree on in some way oh man you got to that point yeah we yeah we <laughs> sit down with the client and go guys I know we said we weren't going to get one, but I think we need a copywriter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we we just can't come to an agreement on it, and I, we're just too busy to sit down and spend a lot of time mm. figuring out the right way to say it. And we, we know what needs to be communicated. It's just getting it down in a way that's concise and accurate and reflective of who we are and what we do. Um, so it isn't that complicated it's just i don't feel we're capable of doing it ourselves and it is the biggest blocker to us making any progress yeah and in the meantime we're sort of on the side in between other projects when we get a few spare minutes we're dabbling on sort of a potential case study layout of of what we might do so we've written a few of those okay having a little play around and just trying to figure out what works what doesn't simplifying the layout getting some overall styles in place just trying to play with the grids and the type and yeah, and trying to think a little bit more carefully this time about how we are actually going to implement this in the CMS as well. Got you. Which the first time we did that, we, we just blazingly just made a layout we thought looked cool and then figured out how to implement it <laughs> afterwards. And as a result, it's a real pain in the ass to get a new case study into the website. And that in itself is a blocker. We've got about four or five stacks up now that aren't in the current site that should be on there by now. Right. That just aren't because it's too much effort and we just haven't got the time to dedicate to it. It just it just takes us a bit too long right now. Yeah, no, that's I think that that's perfectly normal, isn't it? Yeah, I hope so. Do you think you want to explain it differently? Yeah, I just... Because it's, it's quite hard to tell people what you do when you have a specialism and get it targeted in the way that it talks to the type of client you really want to attract. Yep. So it just needs some finessing and some focus because, you know, I can sit in a meeting and talk for an hour about what we do and who we do it for. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> that's a that's a big problem when you're trying to communicate that in a couple of seconds on a web page. It is. It is. I mean, I'm. we're about to try and evolve our, our homepage. Mm-hmm in line with some vision statement work we've been doing. Vision statements. I've been seeing you tweet about those. It's here. <laughs> yeah. Um, and now it's gonna. It's not going on the homepage. That's not its purpose, but it needs to now inform what goes on the homepage. So, you know, if I had some advice, it would be to like, I think the copyright is a good idea. And I think probably as well as all this stuff you've got in Evernote, <laughs> <laughs> which might terrify them you should also just sit down with them for that hour and tell them what you do i'm only now we're i'm far enough away from the project now that we can i can start looking at the site and making the changes because part of it is going to be undoing some of that work mm-hmm. and it was just too painful to try you know i wouldn't have been able to do that just after finishing it even if there's a bit of it that didn't particularly work which there are bits of it that i don't think work 
I couldn't have just I couldn't have changed it because it'd been too much was sunk into it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we've got this quite cool um this like card animation uh on our site where you like Oh, I see. Yeah, I was I was looking. You got the what we do th- thing with the cards. Yes. So and you see, they, they sort of deal. They deal out. You see, and that is nice. And it's a bit and, janky in Safari. Uh, well, Safari, mate. <laughs> Get a real browser. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We didn't, we didn't test it in Safari. God, we, <laughs> we only had six months. Um, yeah, like that animation is great. I just think we used it for maybe slightly the wrong thing. So it's like I want to change what that's used for. It like makes it's used for showing the steps in a project and they're not the sexiest bit about a project. And yet the animation makes them the sexiest bit. So do you know what I mean? It's kind of it's the wrong weighting on that information to have that information being like wow 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 wow. So it feels like a little gimmicky and it's it's not putting enough emphasis on what it's trying to say. Well it's 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 drawing attention to like quite a boring bit which is like here's the phases we go through right okay whereas actually it should draw attention to here's the amazing outcomes you will receive from from even crossing paths with lighthouse that's really nice so it's like you you can just tackle that now as a mini project and just make a minor improvement absolutely and i think that is that's what i'd say you know you've got to do it right you know i think i think your website does have to be nice you've got to be proud of it but I just wouldn't make it too big. Keep cutting back as if getting live, you know, as if as you would with a client. Say, you know, can we make this smaller? Can we do less and and get it out the door? But make sure the design's really tight and that that, that pleases you. You know, I think that's that's really important because I am actually I'm a bit of a snob for agency sites. I do look at an agency site and I do judge an agency on it, and you can tell. Mm-hmm. You know, you can tell if they care. I think. Yes. And I, I almost, with some agencies, it's like when they tried something and it hasn't quite worked, like sometimes it's like, well, at least they tried something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, you, you know, as you, you can, because you can see it, like as you go up towards big agencies, I find in general the sites get worse. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. I guess it's just a product of being a bigger company, I think, isn't it? They've got to get a bit more corporates. They've got to attract a different type of client. They've got a very different message to come across. Yeah. Their site probably doesn't actually necessarily bring them much new business directly they have many other sales channels i imagine mostly based around their existing reputation that that bring in most of their work i imagine they don't some of them don't even build it because like for us it was time we could have spent on billable work Mm -hmm. but we were never going to not build it ourselves i mean that would be ludicrous but for a big agency they're going to be like well there's no personal pride here because only a handful of people would get to work on it anyway. Yep. The rest of the agency wouldn't care. So what's the difference if that handful of people don't even work for us? Yeah, I bet with the big agencies as well, like the percentage of people looking at their websites who are clients is actually probably quite small. It's probably more peers in the design industry. Yes. Checking them out. Checking them, yeah. (laughs) And then going, why isn't your site very good? Yeah, (laughs) completely. It's not even responsive. I'll go away with billionaires (laughs) (laughs) billionaires <laughs> <laughs> sorry too busy finishing the coca-cola site <laughs> yeah I, we'd, we'd someone suggested that to us that they maybe we should get someone else to do it for us because we're struggling so much but I, I i just couldn't bring ourselves to do it no no way man no i would have i would have thrown down this microphone and left the podcast <laughs> 
<laughs> Call yourself an indie agency. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sickening. Yeah, you gotta you gotta take care of your own stuff. Yeah, and I think, and it is it was a lesson, you know, in in what it's like to actually formulate that messaging. And I think that you you know you've got to practice that because, like you say, you can sit down and talk about it in a room, but all that all that Evernote stuff that you've got. And all the stuff we went through, ours are Google Docs, but it's the same deal, except for the fact that people can comment on Google Docs and go, Dan, this doesn't make sense. Dan, this sounds rubbish. Well, we got stuff in there too. <laughs> <laughs> like you're you're practicing, you know? It's 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 basically practicing writing that kind of copy about yourselves, which then you know, there's loads of ideas that came out of it that actually make that pop up in other places on our stuff. Some of the funkier stuff or sillier stuff you know can can appear elsewhere you know yeah it's not on the home page but yeah okay so the big argument on our home page and just just to see if you're having this argument as well is whether to be like really explicit in terms of the skills so like in our case it was like web design and development yeah or whether to be because because the argument was people just want to know what you do you know you've, you've got to tell people what you do but then the counter argument is like that's boring and also kind of commoditizes it when we want to be you know more exciting than that so then do you go dream weavers or <laughs> <laughs> why didn't we do dream weavers man? yeah man that's that'd be a good thing for an app <laughs> oh no oh god yeah oh yeah some people would think that you were like stuck in the 90s <laughs> and other people would think that you were just a crap <laughs> so yeah not not brilliant i i think you've got to engage with the audience who who arrive at your site right and people aren't going to discover you by accident i think i think the straightforward stuff like we do web design development or whatever your specific niche is mm. that's to me that's what your seo has got to do that's when people search for those things that's got to get them to your site and once they're there you don't want to repeat that you want to you want to engage them. You want to do something a bit more interesting, I think. It's my opinion, anyway. And, and try and be a bit creative with how you explain how your service can benefit the person who's trying to find someone to help them. Yeah, I recently read a really good article, which I think... I wish I'd read at the time, actually. It would have helped me in my constant push for us to be more vague and uh, flowery. Um, so it's an article by Seth Godin. Mm -hmm. It's called Obvious or Elegant. So, do we have show notes? Are we that pro? Yeah, man, we have show notes. Cool. You can stick it in there. I'll stick the link. But the, basically, the point in there is that you can either be you can either be obvious or you can be elegant. Some cases, it's right to just be like, "This is what this is." In other cases, you kind of you basically try and leave a gap for someone to fill with their imagination. Yeah. So you kind of state something slightly more abstract, so they fill in the blank with okay, that's what I need. And basically what he's saying is if you get it straight away, then you're obvious, you're not elegant. And I think, yeah, his thing is that being obvious is a bit of a trap. It's um, it's what you feel you need to be, but actually if you allow yourself to not be, then kind of good things happen. Yeah, I would agree to that. Um, but it's, it's a balancing act, but it's a, a, he, I mean, like all of his articles, he just leaves it as an open-end thought. He doesn't actually tell you which one to be. But, you know, I think it's a, it's a, it's a really it's a really interesting thing to me is like it feels like a risk but i think actually there's a risk in coming across straightforward the risk that someone that someone that knows what they want you know you're not going to get that more aspirational client you know the one that's like 
yeah, I know you could be a, you're a web designer, but I want to know what you, th- you know, what your kind of motive is, you know? Yeah, yeah, I, I would definitely agree with that. Uh, but at the same time, you don't want to be attracting a load of attention from the wrong type of client. No. So you need to be dreamy, but targeted. Targeted dreams is what you need. Targeted dreams. That sounds like a good agency name. <laughs> there you go. Next marketing agency to start up. Call yourself that. Send me the check. Absolutely. And you've got a, um, not only have you got a, an agency name, it's also a great homepage tagline. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so which, so which, which are you leaning more towards out, out of those two? Or is, is, is that the problem? That's the, that's the battle. Targeted dreams. That's the dream, man. That's what we're aiming. <laughs> and, um, yeah, at the moment, our website is trying to be too many things to too many people, the content and the, the projects and the way we present them are too broad. We've got a load of sort of service-based SEO landing pages that are trying to cover a very broad spectrum of things, which technically we do, but we really shouldn't be targeting. Are you going to keep them? No. Um, instead, we're going to do some SEO targeted activity around specific industry verticals, we think. Okay. Um, still got to explore how we're going to do that. You know, it's just trying to attract the right type of client based on the kind of projects you've done in the past, and just just trying to come across as experts in certain areas for certain for certain verticals. Yeah, that we that we would like to target, and just finding a little way in into markets perhaps that we're not currently in that we think would be good to be in. I would suggest building a site that will let you take that on in the future, but kind of getting rid of that from what you're doing now yeah because otherwise it's just like that is another whole thing like how how you're going to market and those kind of things you know just the the getting what you want to say you do is hard enough without then throwing complicated stuff like all right we also need to it also needs to power these different strategies well it can power those strategies once it's there yes yeah yeah it's something we know we, we we need to do it's just getting it done yeah, and just removing a load of old work and a load of old case studies, getting some getting some new, fresher stuff up there. Mm. Some of them are getting pretty old now and aren't necessarily the type of work that we we do any longer. So just just focusing it down, making it less complicated, more straightforward, but dreamy. And how how are you, okay? And practically, how are you gonna? Are you like treating it like an internal project? Are you timing it? Are you setting a budget on it? That's Sort of the plan, yeah. So once we need to get past this initial hump first, we need to get we need to get a bit of a, a strategy and, and a site map in place, and, and go through some of these these processes that we would really do with a client properly. Yeah, I would recommend not not timing it, or because that's a very horrible number to look at. <laughs> <at the end. laughs> well, I'm going to track it. I I would just blindly I would just blindly plow forward with it. Like honestly, you know, it's a uh, like at the end of it you're gonna go oh my god that's a you know tens of thousands of pound website that i've just (laughs) built for myself (laughs) what an indulgence why didn't i buy myself a car (laughs) (laughs) well i think we we need to put limits on it and we need to put some constraints otherwise we'll just endlessly procrastinate and iterate and worry too much about getting every little detail perfect i think we need to put some timelines it's the same as putting a budget on it we don't have to put a number on it we can just go right we're going to block out this amount of time and resourcing for this many people. And in this time, at the end of it, we're going to have a website. Yeah. Or we're just going to disband the company. <laughs> <laughs> or it's just Spirographs forever. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. That that's that's the one. Maybe you can do like that thing when people try and enforce habits by, um, you know, they'll donate money to the Donald Trump presidential campaign if it's not there by this point. That kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, we we just if we don't block out time, we're just going to end up taking on another project and run out of time again. It will just get stuck on a back burner, and mm. you know, six months later, we'll be in exactly the same position. And our view on what we should do would have shifted again. And we just start again from scratch each time. And it's just no good. So we've just got to get some stuff down, get it out there, and just, just start making some moves. Uh, yeah, I think doing something smaller to start growing it, definitely a good approach because it makes it even more likely to happen. Yeah. Uh, there's a minimum amount of stuff we're going to need to get on there. But, you know, we could definitely start with a lot less case studies, just start with a couple and if we get time when we get time you know put a few more from the back catalog on there that we think are still relevant and then i guess the rest of it is all about just the yeah, the marketing side and building up everything you know writing more blog posts getting some targeted landing pages up there talking about specific services and, and things that we think we really want to start targeting yeah completely has it in has it given you guys a a, a sort of injection of new energy having a new site it felt like a bit of a landmark um mm-hmm. because also because it was like you know the two the two new guys were on it as well yeah so you said you know suddenly there were four of us well now there's two new new ones right so you gotta you gotta make room for two more circles on that website absolutely i'm just gonna have to redesign it the grid the grid system <laughs> right <laughs> the grid system's not gonna handle that <laughs> uh, start again <laughs> <laughs> back to back to the basics back to just me and tom like let's just go back to me and tom no we will have it definitely yeah no it it felt good and i i look at it and it just show it just represents us better you know the the me and tom on the front was was great and people that were into it were really into it but right now it made us look like two guys and uh i think there's a big difference between there's two of you and there's four six of you yeah huge difference but um but no i think it makes us look it 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 makes us look like a proper agency whilst whilst i think i hope keeping the vibe the vibe i don't know how to describe this this horrible <laughs> thing i was trying to keep without sounding cringy but there's definitely a vibe that's what i'm going to call it we we've kept the vibe alive good i agree it's it's a pretty good representation of you guys and what you do I really like it, and uh, everyone should go check out uh, lighthouselondon.com, see what you think. Absolutely, be- be- before we change it. Yeah, yeah, before they change it again, <laughs> quick. And uh, <laughs> good. Well, I mean, it's, it's been good to see you. I think you guys already stepped your game up since the website's gone live on the marketing front, and you've, you've been tweeting and, and doing more blog posts and all sorts of interesting things, but I think that's that's a conversation for another time, how you go about marketing yourself and uh, Absolutely. content content marketing stuff maybe maybe next time we'll do that soon yeah we can talk about we can talk about seo and how i don't believe in it like i actually don't believe it exists (laughs) oh really oh wow it's like leprechauns and fairies (laughs) not real real. it's from the land of (laughs) make-believe absolutely (laughs) i can't say this stuff to clients john but i'll say it to you next time in yeah yeah when it's a five five grand line item on the bill it's like yeah that's real (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> that's real p.s i don't believe in it 
<laughs> Pixie dust. Yeah. I mean, scratch that yeah. out. SEO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marketing SEO. Yeah, yeah. No, it's fine. Tom, but Tom believes in it, and he normally, you know, he 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 grounds me or kicks me under the table as I'm about to say, "It's not real. It's not a real thing. Don't worry about it." <laughs> Good stuff. Well, Wicked. thanks everybody. Um, yeah, if you want to come and uh, check us out, we are on the webs at uh, perspective.fm. If you've got any uh, comments, questions, or feedback on the show or the episodes, uh, please leave it there. We're also on iTunes, so please go to the iTunes store, give us a rating. That helps us out a lot. Uh, we're on Twitter, underscore Perspective FM, and on Facebook and stuff, uh, we'll links are on our websites. Uh, I've been John Dark from Every Interaction, at Dark John on Twitter, and at Every Interacts for the company stuff. And Dan, where can people find you? I'm on at Gentis Maximus on Twitter, and at we are lighthouse for the company stuff and we are lighthouse.com and i'm not on google because that's not a real thing <laughs> fantastic we'll see you all next time cheers see ya <laughs>